0: So uh, why don't we just jump in and, and tell us what you got?
1: Absolutely. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you both for having me. And Our I'm Honor. excited to be here for you all today. I have been busy. I've developed a new teaching series for you all called How People Heal, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, awesome. As, awesome. I have,
2: yes, <laughs> as I have
1: worked with people over the last years, I've really seen patterns And I have seen details in terms of when somebody does heal, what exactly is happening? What's taking place for somebody and what parameters and markers are being lined out as somebody is being successful in their healing journey? We want to heal. Humans are struggling. And in fact, so many people in our communities are struggling with physical pain issues, autoimmune issues, physical, emotional discomfort, a lot of pain. Um, emotional and physical pain, and humans in general just don't like pain. It's a a difficult
0: topic, it's hard to deal with.
1: And people are looking for a healing. People are wanting their healing. So when I see somebody heal and be successful, what's going on for them? I wanted to detail that, I wanted to line it out, and I wanted to show um, really kind of the pattern, because it is a pattern, I see patterns and habits, and traits, and I wanted to line out what those patterns are, what's actually going on when somebody
2: heals.
0: So what? go ahead, oh, Berlin. No,
2: so I was just going to say it's so timely because I, I don't know if you, um, if you have read, have listened to out of shadows, but, yes. okay. So, so the, the producer of that, Mike Smith, what had an injury that took him out of the game. And what he said was that, um, he would go to physical therapy, but then the rest of the time he didn't know what to do with himself. He didn't understand that there's a process, and so many of us get lost in the pain, and the whole world, your whole world, becomes about the pain and how to how to move just right so the pain cannot be good. And and I so. and I hear so many people these days um, are in having these chronic pain issues. So I think it's really timely that you're coming out with, I didn't even know that there was a process for healing. You know what I mean? I don't know. So I think it's really important for this. Right. Right.
1: It's so true, Berlin. You just brought a really important point to the front. A lot of people spend a lot of time, every single day, 24-7, managing their pain, Mm -hmm. pushing their pain, trying to box it, trying to quell it, soften their pain trying to push it off to the side they're managing their pain in some way shape or form. Folks managing your pain is not the same thing as healing and restoring. those mm-hmm. are two mm-hmm. separate concepts yeah and you need yeah. to think mm-hmm. about one of the one of the points that I offer in the teaching series is to really think about your time allotment during the day, your 24/ 7 period of time that you have every day it's given to you it's a gift. I want you to think about how much time you're putting into managing your pain, boxing it, quelling it, softening it, dealing with it, versus the time that you're spending healing and restoring. So think about quantifying that, stratifying that. And really, one of the big pieces that we're going to walk away from out of this teaching series is more of a strategic template, being strategic thinkers in terms of setting up your own roadmap for healing. And that really has to do with quantifying, part of what we're going to end up doing is quantifying the amount of time that you're spending in different activities on a daily basis. And and one of those pieces for, for you all might be that you need to spend less time managing your, your pain and more time healing. And what does that look like for me? What does that look like?
0: So what are some of the, I don't, I was going to call them teasers, but what are some of the things that, that they're going to walk with? You just shared a couple of them already. But what, what are some of the things that you think would be really important for people to know that is in the teaching, that is in the series, that they're going to walk away with other than the couple you just shared?
1: Well, absolutely. Really good question. First of all, it's really breaking alignment with old thought processes that are no longer working. Come on, We have this mindset in our culture, in our Christian subculture, Um, whether you're in church or out of church, that there's going to be some person with the right level of anointing who's going to fix everything for you. Uh If somebody can pray over you the right prayer, if they have the right level, they have to have the right level of healing anointing, so if I can find the right practitioner, maybe it's the right doctor, maybe it's the right medication, it's the right person to pray over me. And so I see a lot of people spend a lot of time hopscotching from practitioner to practitioner. And yeah. they'll show up at the at the tent revival. They'll show up at the Pentecostal church, even though even though they're Baptist or Methodist, because the Pentecostals can pray over me, and I, at least I'm not I'm not getting that at the Baptist church. So I can maybe go over there to those people, and they'll pray over me, right? But if I can find the right person, that will help to that will help me to have this all in one healing miracle that I just need to have. I just need to find the right person, and so they'll put all of their eggs in that basket. It's the fix me basket. It's we call the, it also Christian um, fantasy. <laughs> it's the Christian fantasy basket. Let's just call it that. It's the Christian fantasy basket. Absolutely. And so part of what we do in the teaching series is to break alignment with these old thought processes that aren't working anymore. This idea that somebody's just going to fix it or I need to fix it or you need to fix it. Somebody needs to fix it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or this idea. Here's another one that really plays in very closely with it. It's God's will. If I'm not healing right now, if I'm not getting better, it must be God's will that this is happening to me in my life. It's not, folks. Father God doesn't want you to be in pain. He doesn't want you to have to continue to, to spin your wheels in the place that you're in. But the fact of the matter is you're not moving forward. You're staying stuck in stymied. That's a choice, and this is gonna be hard. I'm gonna say, so here's my caveat for today, you all. I'm going to say some things today that are going to be difficult. I say a lot of things in the teaching series that are very difficult, very difficult.
0: Yeah, and sometimes people just need to hear it.
1: (laughs) Yes. In order to break alignment with these false concepts and ideas, we've got to dig down further than where we're at right now, because where we're at is not working. If you're spending a large part of your day sitting in lies that it's God's will, I just need to find the right person to pray over me, and I just need to find somebody to fix it, you're staying stuck, and in order to in order to work on casting off in a different tra- trajectory, we have to find a different roadmap forward because the one that you're working in right now is not working for you. You're just spinning. You're just spinning.
0: So, Ruthie, how and, much know, of this pain do you feel is actually, uh, you know, created in our mind and sustained in our mind?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. That's a good one. Um, it is so true that. It's, it's amazing, and uh, here, here I go, I'm gonna say another, thar- another hard thing, right? It's so true that people end up habituating to the place that they're in. They will end up aligning with what's happening to them. And folks, there's always a payoff, a benefit, or a reward. Payoff, benefit, or a reward for why people do what they do. And oftentimes, even though people don't think that they are habituating to the place and the station that they are in life, they are habituating to it. And there's a, there's a payoff. People might be providing you with a lot of sympathy and empathy. Yep. Um, they might mm-hmm. be providing you with a lot of compassion. And we like that. A lot of people feed off of affirmations. And we like it when somebody affirms the place in the station that we're in. I'm not saying that that's happening for everybody, but that may be something to look at. And a lot of people will end up, even if it's subconsciously, wrapping their pain around them like an old ratty robe, Even though you could go off to Macy's and buy yourself a new robe and a new pair of slippers, you'll end up putting on the old one because it's most comfortable. And believe it or not, um, at least when you are in pain, you know what to expect, right? This is what I deal with on a daily basis. And if I have habituated to what's happening for me, I have become accustomed to my station in life. At At least I know on a daily basis where I am, what's gonna be happening to me, what's next, right? And so I don't have to step off into that unknown, that question mark. You know, God might ask me or lead me into a place that's that's uncomfortable to me, or I might have to leave something that I have that I have in mm-hmm. my in my place and in my station now that I actually like, even if I don't want to admit it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, yes, Gil, to answer your question directly, some pain we align with, we make alignment with it and continue to invite in, mm-hmm. or it can be self-perpetuated and generated because I have habituated to something and because I have like I li- I'm liking something that's in my current station
0: and that's wow, that's, that's very so very good. true I mean I can't I can't say how many times uh, you know well I just know a lot of people who have uh, operated in that to where seriously they're getting some type of reward or kudos or sympathy because of the the place that they're in now at the same time I want to be really careful because, I know I have said some things at times, and, and even though I, 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 I believe it's true, it, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to be careful how and where you say it. But, you know, Scripture's pretty clear. Uh, Luke 10, 19, Jesus says that we have all power and authority over the enemy. So if that's true, then any power or authority that it, the enemy has in our life, and that to me is any darkness, that's sickness, disease, or any of it, it is because we have given it permission. Now, that I would like to add to that because a lot of people get really bent out of shape because they're in a situation where they can't really understand how they could be giving permission. But it's true. I, I believe it. Does that mean that I'm living in perfect, perfect health and perfect everything? No, I am learning. But because of that one verse, I have begun a process of deconstructing old thought patterns and reconstructing new ones that have taken me from a person that used to be sick probably three to five times a year, and each time at least two weeks plus, sometimes three to five weeks I would be sick. I mean, you can ask my wife. She will confirm it. And just realizing, you know, after engaging, you know, with, you know, heaven, uh, that I don't have to do that. And now I've been sick maybe three times, I think, in the last four years, and it's only been for two or three days. And, you know, and it's been, you know, practically nothing as it came and went.
1: Oh, absolutely. I would fully agree with you, Gil. It's rare, rare, rare that I ever get a cold. Now, I just am never sick.
2: And I just make full
1: alignment with it. I just don't make alignment with being sick at all over my person. And I bind and block and defeat. There are certain things that I pray and state over my person to close down certain portal points and gateways and access points. And my entire being comes into alignment with this idea that We make no alignment. I make no alignment with being in collusion with sickness or illness over my being. And I call my immune system into order. Yes. Um, Call it to be in full defense. I call it to be healthy and well. Mm -hmm. Um, I call it into proper sequence. And to be in alignment with wellness that is granted to me in in my scroll. Um, And so (laughs) coming into alignment with different verbiage really can be a powerful weapon in your life.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I was, I used to have a lot of back pain and I think this was one of the things that kind of cued me into this whole idea that my thought process had a lot to do with it because I had extreme back pain. I mean, the kind that would just put you on the floor and couldn't move. And I would be, you know, you know, I'd take a lot of drugs to, you know, to try to numb the pain. But uh, anyway, there would be certain times where when my mind got distracted enough I wasn't aware of the pain, and then as soon as I thought about it, boom, it was back. It's like, okay, this is ridiculous. This is up here, and I need to stop this. And so, pretty much, you know, I don't, I don't have heart. I can't even think of any back pain I've had for years now. But even when I run, you know, I was running today or something and started to get a sharp pain, and I'm, I'm just like, no, that isn't true, and it went away, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And that, that, that happens almost day in and day out, you know, something will hit and I just, that's not the reality I'm living in. Don't give it the time of day. Well, I need to
2: tell you guys, you guys are so much more spiritually advanced than I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now you have to get rid of that thought.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing because I'm, I'm, you know, well, there's other people out there thinking the
0: same thing and it's like, you can't (laughs) think that way
2: no i'm just teasing but i this is what i know that there's other things going on in our bodies because and and i've come into every single thought that you've already described i've been there i have been in the place where um well i guess this is just how it's going to be i'm just going to have to live with this pain i'm just going to have to deal with it suck it up buttercup move on you know but I had a scan with um, Natalie Morris and she said, I had had black goo in my body. And so of course it's like, well, what the heck is black goo? I, You know, you only hear about it in Dan Duvall, Ruthie Andrews circles. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. not me, surely not me have it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, there are things in our bodies that are working. Like, literally, we kick them out and they get back in. And we kick them out and they get back in immediately because that's how they're designed. So I'm sure that your stuff addresses that. And I wanted to ask you about that.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, Berlin part of moving forward and navigating. And that's a term that you'll hear me use in the teaching series is navigating and co-creating because you are creating your healing experience. Mm -hmm. And I encourage you to do that. You've got to grab the bull by the horns and decide that you're Mm -hmm. going to be in charge of navigating with the father and going on this journey, right? right? Um, But it's so true that there can be resets. You kick something out and it comes back again. And so that just hopefully should lead you to the place where you understand there's a legal right that you may not have keyed into and that you haven't understood and that you need to get down into the root of. That's part of the journey is, is working on the generational legal rights and sometimes they go way back. Um, I'm working with a person right now whose family sold or gave land or came into collusion with the Luciferians that were building um, the Tower of Babel in the Valley of Shinar. And so this goes way back, and because of a land deal, way back, how many generations and eons ago was the Tower of Babel? Um, wow. That oh that's why there has been allowance in the family line for all of these um, these creatures, literally termites, to invade the body. And we have been working on kicking them out, and they they keep coming back. But the more that we dig into the into legal right, and the father's been encouraging us. You guys are on the right track. You're on the right track. Keep going. Keep going. Um, Yeah, so I would encourage you all that if if you're having issues with resets, time loops, time bends, time warps, there is a legal right somewhere. And you also may need to work with your time. Time is an actual fabric. You can bend it. You can shape it. We're supposed to be in charge and command our time like an element, like an elemental. Mm -hmm. And so being able to tell your time that it needs to line out Being able to press your time forward if you need, tell time that you need a little bit more time. Um, And and So if if somebody's having an issue with a Groundhog Day, because that really does happen, there's a curse. Um, There's a series of things that can happen that can cause a person to have a pattern reset on a daily basis and have the exact same experience day in and day out. There may be something happening in terms of your time. So looking at how time is being managed, how you're managing your time, Or if something needs to happen in terms of lining or shaping out your time a little bit more, or if there's a legal right that has yet been undetermined that you may need to dig into, that it it could go way back in your
0: bloodline. When I think, I don't know if it's you and or uh, um, Dan Duvall, but um, this is something that the father downloaded to me, you know, independently. It was one of those. uh, I won't won't get into the details where where it was revealed, but it was revealed, you know, in one of those times it's just like your perfect rest, and then boom, there it is. Because I was tired of dealing with the same stuff coming back over and over and over, and um, this has worked for me 100% of the time. I have talked to other people that it's working for as well, but what Father showed me is that, you know, and I don't have theology for this, but he showed me that I'm operating in this realm here, But somehow there are maybe other me's, you know, and if you think of it as a computer, so there's the computer, and then I've got my iPad and I've got my phone over here, and um, I deal with something here, but then it just gets reloaded up into the cloud and then downloaded back and everything's synced back up. So he was showing me that. And so I began during my prayer process, you know, dealing with neuron pathways to, you know, blood of Jesus, eliminate this specific memory or the specific thought it would eliminate it from the beginning neuron to the end neuron and everything in between blah 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 but in every realm and every dimension and every form of time that I exist in in all of creation and all of your creation eliminate every part of it and every time I've done that that began a healing process for me where I in in, in a year's time things that I had battled for decades were gone but it was dealing with first the super highway. And then the highway and then the side roads and then the walk paths and then the little trails. <laughs> but it got easier and easier and easier. And it was it was it was very effective.
1: <laughs> that is so good and it's so true, Gil, that as we are thinking and constructing all of the words that you say and your thought processes and your belief systems absolutely develop realms around you. And in order to get those cleansed up cleansed and cleaned and cleared, um, it's very true that you have to pray things in sequence into all of those spaces and places. And so let me give you another tool, um, very similar to what Gil just gave you. When I'm praying over the clients that I'm working with in order to establish a prayer and to make sure that there's not a reinstall or a reset, what I pray is to establish the prayer in all timelines, ages, realms, dimensions, wormholes, portal points, space, time, continuum, universes, past, present, future, and to infinity and beyond. And you can go back (laughs) and replay that that if if you need to. Timelines, ages, realms, dimensions, wormholes, portal points, space, time, continuum, universes, past, present, future, to infinity and beyond. Because if I don't do that, let me tell you, my clients will absolutely have a reset and will lose work that we just
2: did.
0: So I can see everybody right now, they're rewinding this over and over and (laughs) over.
2: Over. right I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna put it in the show notes <laughs> okay. so I will go back and rewind it over and over so that I can write it <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, is, and it's very is effective Ruthie's that's incredible microphone a little hot
0: um, Yeah Ruthie, is your microphone a little if you could turn yours down just a little bit because there's a occasion I get a little feedback.
2: Yes okay. that that's is fun. so good Ruthie. It's it is so
0: good. So powerful. Love that. And, and that's the thing is we need tools and you know, I will say, I, I will say, cause I hold everything loosely that I don't know of any one tool that works for everybody all the time, but I know of some that are really, really effective for most people, a lot of the time. <laughs> and it's like, try those first.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And whatever tool that you end up seeing as effective, Absolutely think about having a big, bright red toolbox like a guy would have in his garage where you'd have all of the tools layered in to work on your house, on a car, mm-hmm. and to really have that in, in your head as being something where you're adding in your own tools to your own toolbox. And that is you need to as you're driving your car on a daily basis and managing your 24-hour given daily period that you're pulling out those tools to utilize as you're navigating in your healing journey. Yeah, we're not just managing and pushing pain. You're navigating in your healing journey. I like that one tool that you need to input and onboard for you all is changing your language and how you're speaking about the the journey and the trajectory that you're
0: taking. right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our we have no clue how powerful our thought process is. I mean, I'm a firm believer that, you know, Yahweh, Yeshua, Holy Spirit, you know, they reside in us, you know, that's very scriptural. And yet we still want to live our lives from the outside in and letting all these things affect us versus realizing that all the knowledge of the universe, Yahweh, is in us and that He will reveal to us what we need and that we need to stop being influenced by all the outside stuff and start looking to what Father has for us and who we really are in Him and who He is in us. And I think we're going to, in the, as this age progresses, we're going to get so much revelation it's gonna be light years ahead of where we're at now. And yet we need to start focusing on that and not everything else.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And what you just spoke about, Gil, is another really powerful tool. As we are allowing other people, places, and things to impact and influence our persons, what's, what happens is we get stressed out. We get stressed out emotionally, mentally, physically. Well, what happens when you have an increased stress load? Your pain level will increase. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the level of inflammation in your body will will pick up and skyrocket. Well, inflammation is the hallmark of so many different disease processes and is the benchmark and is the starting point for so many issues in our bodies, including autoimmune, right? That's body fighting body, body, tissue fighting tissue. So when you decide that you're not going to make alignment with stress, and the way that we don't make alignment with stress is that we rewire our response, how you're responding to what's happening for you. You may not be able to fix, manager control other people, places, or things. That's a tool. I cannot fix, manager control other people, places, or things. But what you can do is to change your response.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can absolutely calm down the pain response and the inflammation reaction in your own body. And again, that's navigating, that's creating, that's co-creating with the Father as you forge ahead in this journey. That's a tool. Add that one to your toolbox, folks.
0: <laughs> Love it. That's
2: really good. So so how often do people come to you with issues that they're like, that they know um, your SRA, DRD counseling, kind of those things will fix, and then it ends up to be a physical thing or a physical healing?
1: All of the time. All of the time. Because if you have a background of being SRA, D I D, the body holds memories. What happened to you in the past was on some level implanted and input and indwelt into the soft and hard tissues of your body. Your body remembers. Mm-hmm. The body keeps the score, right? Bessel van der Kolk. That's you know, that's a that's a key component. Um, understanding how the body wires in trauma. So when somebody's coming to me for SRADID, it's not just that. We're also absolutely working on disease processes and physical pain issues and physical pain manifestation components. It's not just one or the other. They absolutely go hand in hand and we're, we're tag teaming and, and toggling it as we yeah. as we move ahead. And I can guarantee you as well that as somebody is dealing with physical pain issues, they're absolutely also dealing with emotional pain issues and vice versa. I cannot and do not address one without addressing the other. They go hand in hand. We're working with the entire person.
0: I I would almost say um, that, you know, if you've got a physical issue, that there's almost, almost certainly a, an emotional issue that underlies that. And that it, mm-hmm. We need to we need to really come to the place where we understand that. And, you know, I don't want to say that for everything because obviously, hey, you know, you get hit by a, a truck or something, your body's going to ache. And it's not necessarily from an emotional trauma, sure. But I, I would be curious how much of that even is caused from the trauma because, you know, just the... Well,
2: technically, you attracted the truck, so... <laughs> Truthfully, people don't realize how
1: spiritual that stuff is and how much can be bypassed um, Mm -hmm. when you're praying over your person and not making alignment with certain things Mm
2: -hmm. and how many
1: people will simply speak an experience into being um, because they've come into a belief system. You well, can manifest the truck hitting you. Unfortunately, it's true.
0: And that, and and I would, I will agree. And I know that people watching who are maybe not uh, familiar with some of this stuff are probably thinking we're out of our minds. But there are <laughs> there are so many people and so much evidence that I've seen, even in my even in my own life, just what I, the way I used to think and now the way I think differently. That a lot of the stuff that just came to me over and over and over again doesn't come to me at all anymore or very, very seldom. And, and if it does come, it's like, no, I, <laughs> I'm not accepting that. <laughs> but, yeah, it has a lot to do with it. And, uh, again, it's one of those things you got to be careful about in how we present it just because I know that there are people watching right now that are in some very, very difficult situations and hearing this in the middle of a difficult situation, I'm talking about traumatic situations that, uh, you know, it's hard for them to receive a word like that but i am i am becoming more and more and more convinced that there's truth to it a lot of truth to it
1: yeah absolutely and i i this is such a sensitive and a hard topic to dig into for people and i i i ask people over and over okay i'm going to take a deep we're we're going to all take a deep breath together because i'm about to say something difficult and hard so breathe in breathe out and prepare yourself because really what might need to happen for you and how to be successful moving forward might be different than than what you have carved out and what you're living in currently. Mm-hmm. And you may need to make a you may need to do a hard assessment mm-hmm. on whether or not the action steps that you're taking on the on a daily basis are really going to lead into you healing. The father has told you to go move the mountain. He didn't say pray and I'll move the mountain for you. He said, You go move the mountain there's, there's scripture that, that backs up and lines up with that. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: And so are you managing your time and your day on a daily basis to move your mountain and to forge into your healing process in a different way?
0: That's so Mm. good. So good. So, So, um, well, you know, a lot of that is deconstructing. I mean, a ton of it is deconstructing our, our old thought patterns and reconstructing new ones. And, you know, um, I know you have a lot of teachings on it. You know, we've got teachings on it. And I just tell people, go where you resonate and 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 connect there. But um, right now, we need to take a quick break. And we'll be back in about 45 seconds.
3: Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated, and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next-age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab, now back to the show.
0: All right, we are back with Ruthie Andrews, and we have just been diving in pretty deep. Actually, <laughs> it's been good. I hope uh, it's not rattled too many cages. Uh, so you know, we've got some teachings on on this stuff, uh, helping change the mindset. And Ruthie, I know that Berlin's been working with you to create some material. Tell us more about the material that you have, and uh, you know, and I know we're going to have it in the show notes, but. Um, uh, where can people go to get a hold of your teachings that you have?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. You can absolutely find me at ruthieandrews.com. And I have several different components and teaching series available for you all. I have a nuts and bolts coaching series that will take you through seven lessons, seven teachings on how I coach with people and what what are the typical topics that I review with people most often. So without having to book in with me for individual sessions to go over those pieces, you can That's learn good. about them individually and do seven coaching sessions with me basically through a teaching format. Um, that series definitely does also come with two opportunities where you can meet with me For a group counseling session, we call it a group hot seat where I absolutely work with people individually in a grouped context in order to budge and shift and move and to work on what it is that you want to work on, elements of your your own healing journey. Um, We can push into that. So that teaching series comes with two of those hot seat calls. And then as well, I have this new teaching series available, how people heal. And we're gonna be pressing some buttons needy in a, in a needful way, right? If, if we wanna press into the layers and stages of healing because the body truly does heal in layers and stages, we need to look at it a little bit differently. And so I'm really mm-hmm. challenging. I'm really pushing the edge of the envelope. And wow. um, we're going wow. to take that that first nuts and bolts series, but go definitely further with it and really work on your healing and you being able to chart off, chart out and manage and navigate your own healing journey in a different way and recognizing that you're creating that with the father. You're creating
0: your own healing. I love that. So,
2: so that first one that you were talking about with the nuts and bolts, that's called healing basics. Yes. And that's all the kinds of healing in and that you work with and it's a, a comprehensive and then how people heal is specifically physical healing, right?
1: Physical, I really definitely focus a bit more on physical and physical pain, right? Okay. And I focus a lot on autoimmune, but definitely if you have just emotional pain issues that you're dealing with in the emotional pain, literally manifests in such a way that it becomes physical because that happens a lot for people. Yeah. This will absolutely encompass a lot of what you need to encounter for you as well. It will absolutely be a fit for you, also.
2: Yeah. And I love, Gil, I don't think I, we even told you this, but Ruthie created a bonus mini class that goes with how people heal. And she's offering it to your audience free. Oh, wow. Just go to ruthieandrews.com forward slash pain free, all one word pain free. And get that free healing that goes, it's like a little, it's a bonus session that goes with how people heal.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, Thank you, Ruthie.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. You Appreciate can access that, that now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hop on over there and grab that.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I have a question yes. regarding the spirit of pain. Ooh, yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: Tell yeah. us about that and how we have to
1: deal with I don't talk
0: that. to him.
2: <laughs> well, we got to kick him out.
1: That's brutal. That's that brutal. It really is a spirit. And, and it's, <clears throat> there's a few things here. Number one, your body has its own pain management system, right? And the, this is something that I go into on the freebie that we were just talking about that's available for you all to access now. Mm-hmm. Um, your body has its own pain management system. And that pain management system is meant for your body to tell you something's wrong, something's not quite right. You need to key into understanding that there is something that needs to be dealt with here. That pain management system is to be honored. But understand that once you learn how to talk effectively to that body pain management system, it won't flare as much as maybe it's flaring now for you and you can teach it to subdue itself, to come under alignment with the processes of of Yeshua, to to come into its own healing, and to listen, to be in alignment with your scroll, and to align with you in this healing journey. You can use your body's pain management system to work with you. The problem (laughs) is when we, we end up harboring false ideas, false thought processes, undue belief systems, there are generational issues from the past, there is absolutely a spirit of pain that will come in and rest and reside in your body's pain management system and will unduly use those pain signals that are being sent to the brain, right? There are, there are receptors, thinking receptors in the brain that accept and take the pain signals coming in from the body. And so that spirit of pain knows all about how the body's pain management system works and how to overload the body's pain management system, how to press and push on it so that it ignites and fires. There's a low level electrical charge that is happening actually mm-hmm. when that system lights off. Mm-hmm. And it will press and push and pump on it so that your brain your brain is firing and those receptor sites are overloaded. And um, that spirit will overwhelm you. And it, you'll think that you're, this is all your body. Again, it's God's will. It's Um, I guess this disease process, it's so much for me to handle, and you you won't recognize that somewhere, somehow, this spirit of pain, there's been an open door somewhere, and it's come in and resided and rested in your body's pain management system, and it needs to be kicked out, so we need to differentiate and look at the fact that, okay, some of what is happening for you might be your body trying to communicate with you, but a lot of what might be happening is this spirit of pain that has come in and taken over the system. And yeah. it needs to
0: be kept out. You know, I, I I really resonate with that. Um, people who've heard me talk on the show and so forth know that basically in, until I was fifty, I suffered with low level depression all the time and went really deep many times. But what I when I realized and and acknowledged that that was a spirit of depression that I was just engaging with and agreeing with all the time, um, I stopped. and And so, long story short, it's not. I don't deal with it anymore, but will, will it come knocking occasionally? You bet. But the thing is, when I said I don't talk to pain, I don't talk to that either. You know, those things, negative spirits, it's like, yeah, you know, they get the hand. <laughs> Just go away. And literally, you know, I, I really don't deal with any of that. Hard. You know, I really can't even think when what I have. And, and I do know that in, in the beginning when I would struggle because it would keep coming and keep coming that um, – You know, i just call in heavenly angels to get rid of it, and and that was it. And so, so, yeah, these these things are true. They're real. They're entities, just like, you know, we have uh, fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, and peace. I believe these are entities that we can engage with. There are also the fruit of darkness that they will come, and if you give one permission, they will usually come in and bring all their minions with them, and they will have a heyday.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Sometimes as well, too, um, it's, it, it might not be your body's pain management system that could be the primary aggressor, so to speak. I'm going to use that language. Sometimes there might as well be some other, oh gosh, some other voices, if you will, that we need to key into. Your body has its own sentient intelligence. Yeah. Your body talks. Your body speaks. Yeah. And being mm-hmm. able to listen into whether it's an organ, uh, your body's brain, your gut, that's trying to send a signal to you and tell you something that it needs. And I I can absolutely give you an example. I have a person that I've worked with over the last several years who had done a lot of healing work and had really had really come so far in his journey and was doing fabulously, wonderfully, was working for the first time in a long time. And um, he found a doctor to work with. The doctor had his, his own supplement line, as a lot of doctors do, and had his own individual clinic. And so my client started to go to this doctor thinking that it was gonna be the best course of action and the doctor sold him some, some pieces from the supplement line. Not understanding at that point in time that the doctor had a business partner who was an occult worker, who was in the cult. And yeah. um, the mm-hmm. business partner had placed a curse over the supplement line. My client uh-huh. did not know this and we didn't figure this out until for, for a while after there was a massive blowout. The supplements that he was taking from this doctor ended up really reacting terribly with the prescribed medication he was on. And it sent him into acute pancreas failure. Well, Uh when that happens, you're knocking on death's door. That is not a good thing. And he was in the hospital for nearly a month. The client called me from his hospital bed and said, Ruthie, I'm dying. And I said, no, you're not. We're not making alignment with this. We have come too far we're going to overcome this. And we were able to figure out um, over some time in working with Holy Spirit that the supplements had been cursed, we broke that. And um, he started to recover pretty quickly. But since then, his pancreas flares and his pancreas will tell him when he needs something. And so one of the things that we'll do in session is to actually, crazily enough, hold conversation with the pancreas. And the last time we did this, I asked the pancreas, he was having another pancreas flare. And I asked the pancreas, what do you need? And the pancreas said, I need nutrient-dense soups. Nutrient-dense soups. So to be able to listen, how crazy is that? But we have to be feeding our bodies minerals and nutrients. So to learn to listen to what voice, is it the spirit of pain? Is it your body's pain management system? Is it a specific organ? Is it another spirit that needs to be dealt with, whether good or bad? Um, scripture says to test the spirits scripture yes, says to understand yes. like what voice are you listening to where is it coming from and so if you don't know you might need to ask your body or ask Holy Spirit where's this coming from who am I listening to what do I need yeah. to understand about what's coming up for me so that you have again that's part of me forging off on a clear path um, that we're not residing with the spirit of confusion but that you're clear on what it is that you're hearing
0: yeah that's that's so Mm -hmm. important you know it's one of the things that we teach over and over and over is ask questions because uh and don't think that any question is is too bizarre i mean seriously uh you know i've i injured my elbow maybe nine months ago and as soon as i injured it you know i just put my hand on and i said i am so sorry you know now Mm. it, it 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 gave me a lot of pain relief, you know, almost instantly, but I had to continue to nurture it for months. Um and I was surprised that it took that long to heal, but but the the new thing to me, for me was realizing that I can engage with my body and just like you and I and everybody listening, we are all part of Christ's body that this elbow is part of my body and it's individual and that I can speak to it. And so that every other part is, but to ask questions and, you know, I'm thinking about it right now. I don't think I ever asked my elbow, what do you need? (laughs) I, you know, and that would be probably one of the first questions you should ask. But, and again, if you don't know what question to ask, say, what question should I be asking? What should I be asking?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And here's what happens for so many people. Because they're dealing with cycles of pain, they end up walking in frustration. They end up walking yeah. in consternation. And so yep. what happens is you'll see a person reacting out of their sense of frustration, their frustration with their body and their frustration with their pain. And so what they end up speaking over their person and over their body and over all of their body parts is their anger and frustration with the situation that they're in. Well, what does they the body walk away see. with? Yeah. The fa- exactly. Mm-hmm. She's frustrated at me or he's frustrated with me. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And your body ends up having a a shaming experience. What does shame do? Shame is the worst motivator on planet earth. You are not encouraging your body to move along with you in a healing journey. If your body's feeling shamed because you're, you're walking in frustration and anger on a daily basis that you're not getting what you want. So again, that may be something that you need to break alignment with this and, and teaching yourself, learning how to, how to work with your body in a different mm-hmm. way and, and speak over your body in such a way that your body has a different experience yeah. with you on a daily basis.
0: And that's so oh, important that's because so uh, you know, we have uh, uh, well, and again, I'm just using my own life as an example in the depression years. I hated myself. I, I really, really honestly hated myself. And so how is that going to manifest it? Well, lots of back pain, lots of every, you know, just lots of pain, lots of sickness. Well, coming to that place of realizing, wait a minute, God loves me. I need to learn to love myself. And I believe that's one of the hallmarks of stepping into this next age: is that we are learning, we will learn to love ourselves and to love ourselves well, wholly and completely. But that was me before, you know, if a body part didn't work, man, I just got angry and I would just I'd almost do more damage to it just because I was frustrated with it. And again, I know there are people that are listening that have been there or either are still there. And all I can say is find your place of rest in the love that God has for you and start loving yourself and start understanding that you can speak to your body. And so I love what you're sharing, Ruthie, and I really encourage people to go to your website, get your courses, because if you need healing, you need what Ruthie's got. It's good stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I still resonate with that. Yes. I'm constantly telling people, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And to really think about the core of that verse yeah. love your neighbor as you love you, as you love you. I can only give you what I have. If you ask me for a cell phone and I have a cell phone, I can, I can, I have something to hand you. But if I don't have anything, if I'm depleted, if I don't have love, I don't have anything to give over to you. Yeah. And we have so been bashed over the head in churches over the years with that verse. I have sat in so many churches and, and in teachings where that verse is misconstrued that you have to put everybody else first, that right. you end up being the doormat. Right. And um right. And your body, when you're dealing with a physical pain issue, if you're the person left over at the end of the day, you may not have enough energy to take care of what it is that you need to take care of in terms of your healing journey. Mm-hmm. That is not how that verse is to be staged or set up.
0: Amen. <laughs> totally agree.
2: So, Ruthie, you were mentioning that the there was a curse on the supplements. And I have also heard there are certain things in the grocery market that have curses on them. So would you... Uh, give us an example of some of the language that you would use to break anything off or to bless supplements or anything uh, like kombucha or whatever we're, we're taking, you know, drinking.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One of my coaching colleagues, Diane Poor, who's definitely also a DID coach with Bride Ministries, you can find her at Arcstar Ministries. But I, I heard her say so eloquently one day that whatever she purchases She absolutely blesses and will break curses off. And it can be just a quick one-sentence prayer, guys. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. We are powerful. Yes, that you plead the blood of Yeshua over whatever it is that you purchase, food or otherwise, and that any curses that have been placed over the item, that you break it in the name of Yeshua. Boom, done. I'm on to the next thing. But it's critical if you don't do that, something can be hanging on and lingering it. And if you take it into your body, whoa, the impact. That can, really, that can really cause a complicating factor. And so by the way, everybody, you absolutely can pray out of time. And if there has been something that you have ingested or intaken in the past that you deem as questionable, you feel that there could be something of negative impact that was attached to the item before, you absolutely can pray out of time and go back to when you you ingested the item previously. And you can pray to break curses over it out of time. And you will, I believe that you will find immediate relief.
0: But I just just want to just share Mm. real quickly, because what you're saying is basically, you know, the father is not limited by time. Therefore, you know, with father in us, we can't we have that ability to step back in time because Father's not limited by time. So, yeah, I love that. It's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I do that all the time.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I do that all the time when I'm praying over my clients and we find that there's generational curses or that there's progenitors or ancestors that have caused some problem. They've bought and sold and traded on birthright or there was witches practicing. I will speak out over the witches as if they're still alive. I know that they can hear me and I'll speak to them out of time that what they're doing is unjust. It's ungodly. It's not fruitful. And that there will absolutely be judgment. Upon them for what they are doing, and I'll speak over them as well seeds of salvation that they need to repent and they need to reconsider what it is that they're doing.
0: It's good, it's good. Wow! So, we got about um, eight minutes or so left. Um, what subject would you like to go to next? And, Berlin, I know you've got a zillion things, so
2: oh my gosh, ask away. You know, it, could, it could be whole other shows, but um. Yeah, I don't even know if I want to open that can of worm scale. Let's can let's stick to Pain and we'll just have you on another show to talk about what else I have in my head over here. But so what else can you tell us or the audience about Pain? And I'm I'm thinking you're such a brilliant um, you know the the biomechanics and the the brain and the all of that kind of stuff. Maybe there's something that will that you need to share about that. Yeah. That's so good biomechanics and how the body
1: operates from a statistical standpoint, I go into this in the second um, portion of the teaching series, but when somebody absolutely gets better, especially from like a depression, and Gil, you've been talking about that today, Mm -hmm. when somebody is able to progress and to move forward, we find that statistically speaking, they're doing a certain set of things on a daily basis in order to progress and to get better and to move forward. And I go into what those five things are. And you'll have to peek into the series to get that, right? But they're doing a certain set of things on a daily basis in order to really propel themselves forward. And Mm -hmm. I find that when I've had feedback from people, so I'm not healing because I'm not doing these five things on a daily basis. No, that's not the case. But doing the five things or weaving them in in some way, she performed to your day and your week, creates an opportunity for the body to heal. It's a different—it's a different verbiage and it's a different mindset. It's yeah. not that not doing it won't propel you into healing; it's that doing this series of five things That's on a good. daily basis <laughs> creates an opportunity. And I want to really leave everybody with that kind of ideology, if you will, for today are you doing things on a daily basis in order to help to create an opportunity for your body to heal are you creating opportunity or are you creating opportunities to shut yourself down are you creating opportunities to delay to keep yourself stuck at this point in time are the opportunities that you are creating fruitful and they're propelling you forward and you're co-navigating and co-creating or are you creating stations in life where you're 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 replaying and you're resetting? That's something to really think about and consider. And as well, I also want to press this idea forward that, that the body truly, truly, and I, I really press into this in the teaching series, the body heals in layers and stages. So many people are looking for that all-in-one healing moment, right? Again, the right practitioner, the right person to pray over me. And I mm-hmm. I find those happen, guys, they do. There's all-in-one amazing healing miracles, but more often I find that the body will heal and that the Lord will lead you through
0: Process. healing in later
1: stages because he doesn't want you to miss the lesson. Yes. Because there's so many powerful things that need to happen for the body as it regains strength, as as minerals and nutrients are reapplied, as the body learns to do something different, as you figure out that next little thing that's going to have an impact for you and other people. He doesn't want you to miss the lesson. Yeah. So yeah. the journey is critical. It's not this this station of being able to arrive at your healing and then your life can be begin again. It really is about the journey and yeah. learning to embrace yeah. and love the journey that you're on with the father. Yeah. Learning to own yeah. it learning to be in it, learning to settle in that I am liking that I'm journeying forward. And this is okay for me. I like the layers and stages. I need the layers and stages. My body likes the layers and stages. And to give permission for that, to give permission for that.
0: And, you know, even when I think of the, you know, the 50 years in in depression and so forth, um, uh, when I look back at it now, now then I was just miserable. And I would have like, I mean, there were many, many times where I just wanted to check out. But when I look back at it now, I wouldn't change it. Because that was part of the process and the journey. Now, did it? Could I have maybe at the, the age of twenty or earlier, you know, connected and realized, oh, <laughs> I can, I can get out of this? Uh, yeah, sure, maybe. But um, the the fact is, now that I realize how important the journey is, it's all about the relationship, and God is after our heart. And you know, from a heavenly perspective, again, it's a hard thing to hear sometimes. And but but God's not you know, he's not put off by whatever it takes to get your heart. And, no. and that's his ultimate goal is to get your heart. And that right. so many times it's in the process. And, you know, like you said, I so agree. So many people want this miracle healing and they, and they want this perfect fantasy Christian life. And it's like, if we don't have challenges, we don't grow. And the thing is, we don't need horrific traumatic challenges to grow. It's just when a challenge comes, I just look at it as opportunity to level up and leveling up to me is growing in maturity. And that's, that's all it is. And you know, it can be, some are a lot more challenging than others, but if I'm looking at, from, at it from heaven's perspective, again, God's not up there chewing on his fingernails trying to figure out, oh my goodness, how is Gil gonna get out of that? <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. A critical question. Are you chasing after the father? Or are you chasing your healing?
0: Yeah. That's
1: are great. you chasing him <clears throat> or are you chasing your healing? And I know for a lot of folks, you know, there may not be a simple answer to that question, but it needs to be answered. Yeah. And so redesigning your day around chasing after the right thing has a lot to do with your body's ability to heal
2: mm.
1: and, Amen. and the impact yeah. on your body as you move through the layers and stages. And once you get that reordered and and set correctly, your body will acquiesce, your body will align with you. Your body will heal as you move forward in relationship. But the relationship has to be right. The relationship has to be set.
0: So good. So good. Well, Ruthie, thank you for being on here. Uh, So appreciate you. Do you have some time for uh, some behind the scenes?
1: I sure do. I'm all yours. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, Berlin, thank you for being on co-host. And I know you've got a great relationship with Ruthie and uh, you, uh, you uh, got her lined up to be on here. So thank you for that. Um, I am any- so
2: excited. Every time I get to talk to Ruthie, I, regardless of, you know, if it's a client session or if she's on the show, I'm like, Oh, it's Ruthie.
0: <laughs> it has been so good. And I know the, the that our viewers love you, Ruthie. So just blessings to you. And um, if you are interested in the behind the scenes or what else is going on on Kingdom Talks Media, you can go to the website and uh, find out how to become a partner there. And until next time, we will see you later.
3: Love you all. Bye-bye. Love you. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at Kingdom Talks Media. Com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.